Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Scientist Podcast. My name is Connor. I'm Omar. And we are I'm joined. Oh. oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's all good. <laughs> uh, I'll leave it in. It's authentic. <laughs> so yeah, we're jo- we're joined by Emma again, um, and who runs Desplaining on Tumblr and Book of the Iron Fist on Tumblr. And Omar, we haven't mentioned Omar's blogs much, but he does have a blog, I Am Iron Fist, and he posts it on the page a lot, so check that out too, but, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been writing much, but um, I will get to it at some point again. Yeah, that's that's all good. Um, And uh, so I've been having weird issues with the mic lately, apologies in advance if it sounds weird, but... I tested it before, and it seems to be fine. So, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hear any any problems on my end. And thanks to our patrons as well, Ray and Derek. Thank you very much for keeping the lights on. I know our upload's infrequent. Uh, the episode was going to be recorded last week, but I couldn't get everyone together till this week. So, uh, otherwise, yeah. Um, but hopefully a bit more regular now. Mm. And, uh, you know, obviously last time was March 27th, so nearly two months now, uh, when, when I'm trying to keep it monthly, but, you know, it happens, and that was the end of the Bird of Fire saga. Boy, what a weird mess that was. Um, <laughs> and now we're back to Heroes for Hire. Now, we're going to cover issue 11, but you might want to reread issue 10 if you're reading along doesn't take long uh we recorded that's episode 148 back in november 15th of last year if you wanted to find that and get a recap on that but we're just going to be jumping straight into 11 so oh and in terms of iron fist news and um, there is a pay mini series right now which i thought of covering but omar you said it was very short so it's not worth covering yet um there's, there's been uh, three issues now, right? So, yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, we could probably just cover three issues at the time. I think it's a, uh, is it a six-parter or something? How many pages are they each? Uh, it's, you know, from the app, the because it's a digital only um, release. Um, it, it's like you read it. Uh, one panel at a time, so it's hard to figure out if you know how many pages oh. it really. Yeah. It was a comic, so I'm not exactly sure. So I'm thinking maybe uh, if you're reading something like uh, Marvel Comics Presents, and there's about six pages for each story, so I'm thinking something okay. along those lines. It's yeah. not very well advertised because I didn't hear about it until me messaged the group or someone messaged the group. I think. Yeah. I, I just I just saw uh, somebody post about it, I think, or I just accidentally uh, saw it from the Marvel Twitter or something, and then 
you know, went to it immediately, um, renewed my subscription to Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I've been, uh, I've been I struggling to. to find it, actually, because I, I have Marvel Unlimited, obviously, um, but I I haven't been able to find it. Is it only is it is it only on um on a phone? Because I I, I do use Marvel Unlimited on my computer and I searched oh. the website and I couldn't find it. Uh, you're all crackly. Oh, all right. I'll mute myself. Um, you guys continue, and I'll uh, I'll get my other mic. I'll see if that works. No worries. Oh. Okay. Uh, sorry, listeners, for the technical difficulties. I may or may not have edited this out. Who knows? It'll be a nice surprise. So, yeah. But here's for hire eleven. Wild Pack Attack guest starring Deadpool and Silver Sable. We have a, you know, cover with Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Deadpool facing off against Paladin, Silver Sable, and Sandman. Uh, Madcap, Misty, Colleen, and... Who was the other guy? The Cat. They didn't make the cut for the cover. Mm-hmm. But, you know. There's too many of them, I guess. Yeah. But it's a good cover. You know, it's a big... Yeah, it's a big cover. I thought... It's, uh, like the... Yeah. I thought the fight was a bit disappointing because mm-hmm. it just didn't go for very long. <laughs> yeah. But like the cover, the yeah, cover it's... of the issue is like, oh yeah, the 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 end of the last issue is like, yeah, they're gonna fight now, and then they just doesn't go for that. Long. Yeah. But um... yeah, because they did for several, for a couple of battles. Mm. And, uh, it's it's yeah, they covered. They actually, I think they covered. Uh, I, I would think they covered a lot in just one issue. Mm. So it's pretty much like uh, how um, comics back in the day would uh, tell their stories. Uh, unlike now, where you're done reading a comic book in about five, ten minutes max. Yeah. And uh, back then, when I was a kid, I would spend, you know, I'd really spend a lot of time. Something like twenty, even thirty minutes reading a comic book of all the uh, exposition. And then you, you was go involved. back like a yeah, even a decade before this. Like it's yeah, I feel like they took the longest to read in like the fifties and the sixties, mm-hmm. and then they very slowly went down until we're at the point now where it's like we went. It's a bit too far. They're too quick to read now, and they're too expensive. <laughs> so you know, yeah, yeah. Um, Testing real quick. Is this better? Yes, it is. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were just Yay. actually going down a rabbit hole of comics are expensive and too short to read. Um, yes, now. agreed. But um, we we just talked about the cover, and I mentioned I'm all disappointed about how short the fight was. Like it is a few pages, but you know, yeah. like it basically showed like the individual fights, like a a page or like. It just showed one sort of scene from these individual fights, and then the fight was basically over. So, I did like I did like the yeah I agree. Um, I did like the Iron Fist and uh, what's his name Page. Cat. Cat. I thought that was a fun one. Cat. Yeah, I did enjoy their Page as short as it was. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I yeah, I'm but... always kind of a sucker for for fights where the you have two teams and both teams have have very clear. Um, counterparts on each yes. team so that was that was kind of fun yeah 
so... Um... We go to the credits? Yes. Let's do that. So, John Ostrander is the writer. Scott Collins is the guest penciler. Uh, Dan Panosian is the guest inker. John Babcock is the ghost letterer. Joe Roses is the aghast colorist. Mark Bernardo is the editor. And Bob Harris is allied power. Editor-in-chief? I don't know what that means. <laughs> sounds... It sounds like Probably. he's a Nazi. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, white power. Well, no, that would be... That's the, yeah, other, the other, that's the other one. Other yeah, though, yeah. that's true. But I guess if you use that term today, it sounds... <laughs> anyway. Um, so Paladin goes up against Misty. And mm-hmm. he, like, throws a rock at her and she hits it with her arm. And then Iron Fist and Cat have a fight... Uh, that seem evenly matched. I believe they fight elsewhere, but I don't know where. Yeah. It's fun to see Misty and Paladin together because uh, the later, more recent um, Heroes for Hire series, they team up, and I think they they also date for a little while, later, much later on. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of neat to see them here. I, I, I feel like this is probably their first time meeting. I don't know for that for sure, but yeah, feels like it could be. Yeah, I think so. I, I uh, I'm not sure if they met up in uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Um, I don't think but, so. I don't remember uh, yeah, Paladin but, being in that, but yeah. 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 Um, well, if anyone knows where Iron Fist fights the cat elsewhere, reach out. Let us know. Um, and he's a, a um, Shang Shang Chi villain, right? So I think that's where he first started. Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm not 100 percent on that, but yeah. I know he, you know, I know he goes with Shang Chi. And then we have Colleen is fighting Silver Sable. Deadpool is fighting Madcap. And you know, everyone's like evenly matched, really. Yeah. And Luke Cage and Sandman. Actually, well, Deadpool seems to have the upper hand against Madcap, <laughs> but uh, which makes sense. And you know, again, if you listen to the last episode, this is like in the peak Deadpool era, and he's also formidable as well. He's not mm-hmm. like a jobber, like he becomes later. But uh, Luke Cage fights Sandman, and Sandman suffocates him, or so we think. And it turns out that Luke Cage basically deliberately lost this and played possum to sabotage the team. And we see it, it's like a domino effect. Once Luke Cage goes down, Sandman's able to help with Colleen. So Colleen gets taken out, and then they all gang up on Misty, and finally they all gang up on Iron Fist. Well, actually, no, Iron Fist is distracted and gets taken out, um, and, oh, uh, Deadpool teleports away. And that was it. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess I don't mind that they lost, because they <laughs> lost through treachery, so, you know, it's fine. <laughs> but um, we cut to White Tiger and stuff. Who cares? Honestly... Um, Scott Lang is looking into this computer thing about the Hydra base rising and only Luke Cage is authorized to access it. Uh, if you guys want to say anything about White Tiger and Athena, go nuts, because I have nothing to say. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Continue is, is the arc, etc. Yeah, is this the first time that, um, she sort of, uh, showed, like, uh, Concern for like, Iron Fist. Yeah, for for Danny. I don't or, know. Is it, is it, is it, is it, yeah, I can't so. 
I don't care either, unfortunately. <laughs> so, I, I, I feel like I do have to be like that. Yeah, I do like that she's a tiger, but she hasn't been around the past issue. And if you look at the, yeah. the previous issue, like they had to get Colleen and Misty because everyone else is like with the Avengers or somewhere else. So. But Scott was with his daughter, which is why he's looking into this computer thing, and sort of Sable and Iron Fist start talking, Luke Cage breaks out, and the the uh uh Eshu What's his idiot's name? He's got some the, the, the mastermind. Master. He's the just master. a master. Oh. And so he's like, Oh, you know, Luke, this is your time. You need to get to this professor. This is why you're here because he was in his employ till recently, he needs all the data he has, so Luke's got to, like, attach a disc to him to get all the information off him. His controller disc, that's right. So Luke busts the door open, and... Uh, Mad Mad Hatter's, like... You know, Colleen and Missy are tied up, and he's, like, doing a bad Monty Python routine in front of them. <laughs> and this is pretty funny, like... Deadpool shows up, but he's used his holographic thing to look like... Mad Hatter, and Mad Hatter's like, who's there? And he goes, you. You who? And he just knocks it out. <laughs> just, like... So... Yeah, Deadpool's really fun in this issue. I appreciate yeah. him being here. Kind of adds that extra element of uh, unpredictability. Yeah. Mm. This is early Deadpool, right? Yeah, in mm. the, the 90s. Uh, so, yeah, we're on 97, 98... And so this is when Joe Kelly was writing him, which is considered, like, the the best run. And it's the first run he had that wasn't a miniseries at the time. Mm. And uh, I, I think he, this was uh, Deadpool's, uh, Deadpool's popularity was rising. Where, where if you look at the, the price guide for Heroes for Hire... So it's issues 1 to 19, I think, was yeah. the annual. Uh, you'll mm-hmm. notice the price jump when you look at issues 10 and 11. That's because of that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, interesting. It was rising, but he was nowhere near as popular as he is now. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah this was the time when he was like Wolverine. You know, anytime you want to your comic to sell, you insert uh, Wolverine <laughs> into it. Um, that mm. was somewhat like that I guess yeah. he bit, Deadpool definitely became like that yeah which is like just I want to say when Deadpool came popular it was because of the worst run the characters had which is Daniel Way's run where the character was used to fart jokes and that resonated with people and <laughs> that and he got popular for all the wrong reasons but luckily people like Jerry Dugan have you know been writing good Deadpool after that so so Deadpool rescues Colleen and Misty, they run off, they find Luke. Luke finds this professor, and Luke's under the guise of, yeah, we're rescuing Danny because he's being tortured. But then Danny shows up and ruins that story, and, you know, he says, oh, there's been a mistake. The professor's actually trying to counteract a weapon he invented, and he escaped his previous employers, and he was doing work for an offshoot of Oracle Inc. So... The idea is, like, Oracle's interest in him is, like, they want him back for the weapon research or something, um, and someone else does as well, and, again, the guy who 
it, I think what we find out is Oracle Inc. might be an offshoot of the Masterminds or something because of what we see at the end. But the hologram of him pops up and outs Luke as the traitor. He's like, you got to strike now. And Luke doesn't bother denying it. He's like, yep. <laughs> and they're all kind of like, well, you suck, Luke. You've gone rogue. So they all start fighting and then Madcap and Paladin show up and ruin it because they don't know that Heroes for Hire and Sable's Wild Pack aren't fighting anymore. So then that distraction lets Luke take out Silver Sable and Colleen. And Danny and Luke start to fight, but then all these goons show up. And uh, Danny tries to fight one. And they anticipate his every move. And then disappear with Luke. So okay. We're able to teleport. Yeah. You know, they were mm -hmm. in um, all of a sudden, and then they were out, you know, just as fast. Yeah. And yeah, I, I was even wondering if uh, if the guy that Danny was uh, facing was the master himself, because the the headgear looked exactly the same. And then I realized, uh, no, he's, you know, he's somewhere else, because he just projected himself in front of Luke earlier, so... Oh, all their headgear looks like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just that they're all... They all have the same uniform. Yeah. So... Sable's annoyed that they had a traitor in their group. Uh, Danny's like, well, you guys all blindly attacked us, so this wouldn't have happened, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, the Mastermind's like, okay... Iron Fist has got to die because Kunlun can't manifest on Earth because that'll mess with my plans and Kunlun manifesting on Earth is tied to Danny's heartbeat in the Millennium so he figures if there's no heartbeat then Kunlun won't pop up. And, you know, we find out who he's talking to and <sighs> it's him. Hammond. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I was yeah, very surprised when I saw this. I'm guessing... I, <laughs> I had no idea, so... He's a robot, um, right? So maybe there's something weird going on. Yeah. Though, I mean, Luke seems to be, presumably, brainwashed. So, you never know. I thought Luke was just a jerk. <laughs> I haven't been assuming he's being brainwashed. <laughs> I said he's just having, like, some sort of temper tantrum. I remember the... Because I was... I was reading one of Luke Cage's miniseries in the 90s and he runs into Iron Fist, who's come back to life, and Luke's just a jerk to him. So, well, I but he, I mean, he, was going, he was going through some stuff in that, in that miniseries. Right. I mean, the, the idea that, that Luke would just kind of blindly abandon everyone to a, a, some random sinister force feels weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. And going through this issue, uh, I mean... Sounded like uh, he's, you know, he's a will. He's really doing this willingly. Yeah. Uh, even if you go to, you know, the early pages of uh, um, issue twelve, it seems like uh, Luke's been totally duped and, uh, uh, and into following the master. But you know, he's 
seems like he's just really uh, into it. Like he really wanted what the master had planned. Well, he got he got like a pitch from the master. So, but, but yeah, yeah, early yeah. on. Uh, but with Superman, you know, it makes sense because he's a he's an android. Uh, but it still surprised me that uh, he was in on this from the very start. So, um, yeah. kudos to John Strander. Mm-hmm. I love the way he, uh, you know, he just let the story uh, slowly, yeah, like slowly burn in the background uh, until you know it was time for the reveal until issue twelve, where it's going to. Be be you know everything's going to be revealed what's been what's the master been up to etc so uh i i like how he, he played it out for for 12 issues yeah you know, there were some hits and misses uh, i know connor didn't really like the eternal part mm. uh, i think that was for three issues uh oh, everything else <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, but I enjoyed how he he played everything out. Yeah, there's a lot going on um, in this series, particularly for for a comic that's relatively speaking fairly short. Um, and it's, I think, yeah, that's it can, that's sometimes that's a negative if you're not really into whatever mm. um, you know current plot line is is going on or or uh, tie in. Um, it can be it can feel kind of cluttered or all over the place but it does make for um a good way to 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 add twists like this where you're you're, you're looking over here and then oh remember remember this over here um and then they can bring things back in yeah um so yeah that when that works i think it works well yeah yeah, yeah it does and uh, i like how he portrays danny or he's very you know, he's this the serious Danny that we like. He's like a leader. Yeah, he's, he's very determined, him, which is nice. Yeah. He wants. Yeah, I mean, a few quips here and there is fine, but uh, yeah. just seeing how determined he is, and you know how how decisive he is with with stuff. Um, I, I really like this version. Yeah, yeah, yeah I too. think. Like this series so far, since we seem to be coming up to some sort of wrap up in this story arc, is like I think it just would have been a lot. And I've I've expressed this sentiment earlier, but I think this would have been a lot stronger if it had a more focused cast. So like less rotating cast and more. Let's just do Iron Fist, Luke, couple of others that actually show up every issue. You know and. Like I like uh, initially, I liked the variety of having Black Knight and stuff, but it just made like the Black Knight story arc sucked and it was messy. And you know, the strongest issues in this series have been like these two, which just had Iron Fist, Luke, Misty, and Colleen. So all like the Power mm-hmm. Man and Iron Fist crew, and then the Iron Fist and Luke with the Punisher. Like it just just make it, you know, a new sort of Power Man and Iron Fist series. I think is like the way to go, really. And I yeah. guess we'll we'll see what I'll see what the future holds. Um, but you know, it's. I mean, I don't mind Ant Man actually. He's he's fine. Like his. But it just it just feels very chaotic and messy, and I feel like a lot of that is to do with. The other stuff going on in the Marvel universe, because. 
stories of this period had to tie into everything, so... Because... So it was a bit like, hmm... Yeah, I do wish it was more more self... Yeah, yeah, more self-contained. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's interesting. um, I mean, because I've I've read this before, but it's been a while, and then with the the long gaps, you know, reading it just one or two issues at a time, um, it really does emphasize... You know how hard it is to remember what's going on in this series in particular. Yeah. Um, that we it's uh, you really notice it when you go, oh yeah, I don't actually remember these other, you know, mm. you know who these who these 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 new characters are. Um, yeah, I I agree. I do wish it was a bit more self-contained. Yeah. Um, if only because yeah, the characters. I mean, I guess as Iron Fist fans, we're a bit biased, but I do think that the 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 most interesting characters are Danny and and Luke. You have the core group. Well, yeah, I mean, no, I, it's biased, yeah. but it's they just have better. I mean, it's, plot it's lines, fine, like, yeah. yeah, because you know Luke's got this sort of traitor thing going on, which hasn't been something you haven't really seen, and then Danny has this. Oh, the heroes are gone. I'm going to summon Kunlun. That's super interesting. Black Knight has. Oh, I'm in love with someone. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like that's not <laughs> You know, so Tiger's a tiger yeah. person, but they've just been so vague and mysterious with her constantly, and then they made the mistake of tying her into the Eternal stuff, which just big snooze. Uh, again, Ant-Man's fine. He hasn't been there much, but he's fun, and, you know, he's only been here a few issues, and he's got this... He's uncovering something, so we'll find out what that is, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, um, since... Uh, everything is revolves around you know the the Avengers and the Fantastic Four coming back, I guess. So you have to wonder if the writer had to figure out which characters he could use mm. because uh, you know he, the Avengers might want to use Scott Lang or maybe they won't, yeah. or they might want Knight or not. Mm-hmm. So they're not. It's possible that uh, he's not so sure exactly which characters he can use at the particular times. So, uh, and it's kind of like you know, it, it was supposed to the heroes for hire were supposed to replace the Avengers when they were gone. Uh, but by that this really time, they were like, yeah, they were they were. Um, was it in a different dimension? It's, uh the heroes uh, reborn. Oh yeah, something stupid. I'm sure they uh, came back. The the hero, the the Avengers, and the Fantastic Four came back, and then that sort of um, you know you didn't really need the heroes for hire anymore because the Avengers are already back. So yeah, you've got uh, mm-hmm. you know the heroes for hire could could go back to uh, not looking like a B list Avengers team. Mm. Right now, that's so. true. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not very, you know, it, it's not very, uh, not, not very uh, Avengers-like for their replacement to be uh, a a team that's for hire. You know, do you, you want your your super teams to be 
uh, those who just um, rescue you or do something good without getting paid. But uh, uh, I, here's I, for yeah. hire. I get that it's brand it's recognition, been... but you know they yeah, got I mean, really... yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was I was just gonna say they got to stop here's for hire. I think I know it's brand recognition, but just get rid of it because it doesn't make any sense for Danny and Luke at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? or right. Yeah, I mean, though they could have. I mean, I I agree that it doesn't make sense really for their characters anymore. But I think the the concept that could oh, have yeah. been really if they leaned into it more. Inter- especially as Omar says, the idea of of heroes for hire replacing the Avengers. I think that could have been really interesting if they if they really leaned into that more. The idea of that this is a completely different type of superhero team. Yeah. Um. That the and yeah the the for hire thing has always been. I mean, Power Man, Iron Fist, Volume One, it, it came up all the time. It that, did, it's yeah. it's always been a little. There's been that kind of ethics question uh, aspect to it that I've always found found um, fun and fascinating. Like they tried to explain it for Danny, and they generally like they wouldn't turn down someone who genuinely needed help. Obviously, like, exactly, exactly. But the, so, yeah. But that that made it kind of pointless. Like, well, why be hot for hire at all? But I guess you got some interesting storylines out of it. But it was also just like. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I found it just very, I mean, particularly, I think, mostly just for Luke, the idea of that he, um, you know, he needs to pay the bills, you know, he he can't get a job for for all these different reasons, and this is what he can do, and so it's not like he's, you know, out for money, it's just that he he needs to eat, Um, and this is is the skill he has, and this is, you know, he needs to use this identity for it, and and so on. Um, So I, I did, I do, yeah, I really... Yeah, enjoyed that, um, but modern day and more recent ones, yeah, it doesn't make quite as much sense. Yeah, um, I think the one with, the, with uh, Misty leading the team uh, and that was interesting. I, I yeah, that worked, that worked mm. because that's more grounded. Yeah, that was. I enjoyed that that series as well. Do we uh, any other thoughts about this issue or? Um, um, I think that's to, it. I'm actually yeah. looking forward to the next issue. Yeah, I enjoyed this one. This is a I like this the story arc. We're kind of getting down to getting down to the the meat of it. What's right. been going on? Well, uh, so hopefully you'll see us in about two weeks to a month, and we'll be covering issue twelve. So until next time, may your uh, watch out for traders. You never know where they're lurking. Yes. Yeah, even your closest friends. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. especially your closest friends. All right, peace. Bye. Bye, guys. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. 
If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section, and last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Lifers Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.